Hello from me, Dina Marais. I'm the founder of Soul Purpose Publishing and Coaching. I'm a certified Quantum Leap Transformation Coach, specializing in soul alignment, supporting you to create your dream business and life in harmony with your soul essence, and host of the Soul Purpose Bliss Podcast. Wherever you listen or watch this, please subscribe, like, share, and leave a comment. And before we start, I want to remind you to get my free ebook, Cultivate Soul Alignment to Manifest Your Dream Life and Business, at bit.ly forward slash Dina Soul Alignment. Today I have a very special guest, Donna Tashjen. She's from Michigan. She is a life mastery coach, and her thing that she's all about is to turn baggage into luggage so that you can live the life of your dreams. And she's been working at this for 25 years. Wow. Thank you so much, Donna, for joining us and welcome to the Soul Purpose Bliss uh, Business Bliss podcast. There's a lot of bees in there. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much, Dina, for inviting me to share here today. I am looking forward to it. It is an interesting concept of um, thinking about turning our baggage into luggage so that we can have the, the life we always dream. And you and I, um, in our sole purpose, we, from a different perspective, but we want to pe- help people be all that they can be and to generally love their life, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so share with us a little, Donna, uh, on how you discovered your soul purpose. I uh, had a rough childhood, which, um, you know, I'm not going to go into as much details today, but I've got that on my podcast and website if you want to check out more about that. But I was always the girl that people were sitting down and talking to in all kinds of settings And they would say things like, I can't believe I'm telling you this. (laughs) I was always that girl. And so I found myself in mentoring and um, uh, we called it mentoring then, not coaching Mm -hmm. really, uh, in those kind of settings and helping women um, through traumatic things in their life. I have been doing it I can't even, I, I guess 25 years, but you know, you get to be where you stop counting. <laughs> and so I've just always been doing that. Um, and so while I was raising my children, I ran a nonprofit organization. I did a lot of volunteer work. My husband and I developed our own property management and home renovation company. Um, all while I'm raising kids, driving them all over the place. So it was I was fortunate enough not to quote, have to work. Um, Doesn't mean things were, things were tight, but I was able to be home with the kids. And uh, so there was always that component of where I was sitting with women and about 10 or 15 years ago, must've been 10. I took a job at a nonprofit. It's like, what do you want to be now that you're grown up kind of a moment? And I'm like, I've been doing all these other things. My kids are grown. I've got grandkids. It's like, what do I want to do? And so I knew that there was this component of being able to 
to hit women's hearts, to touch heart to heart and men too. But there was something about my past that led me to resonate more with women. And I took a job at a nonprofit organization and I ever put all your eggs in one basket. I don't recommend it. (laughs) Uh, But I did. I thought that this was going to be it. And one of the reasons why I thought it was it is I was limiting what I was capable of. Mm. And so I now looking back, I can see that. But in the moment, it's like, this is going to be the avenue. I'm going to be able to do my soul passion that makes me happy. And it didn't turn out like that. Mm. And somehow when we're in those things and we put all our eggs in that basket, we hold on to that we hold on. tenaciously, even when we're miserable. <laughs> the familiar comfort zone, yes. I, and I did. And you know, when things happen and you can remember what you were wearing, what the weather was like, what day it was, what time it was. Well, on March 31st, uh, at 1130, I was let go from this job. And I remember the rain here in Michigan was it couldn't decide if it was spring or winter and it was doing a sleety rain Mm. and it matched my face as I walked out of the place. I felt worthless. I felt lost. I had no direction. I felt like that this was supposed to be it. And I don't know what to do now, but I call that today, one of the worst days and best days of my life. It's taking adversity that comes and it's like, how do I transform that? Mm. Which is where my turning your baggage into luggage idea came from. It's like, I wrote in my journal, I feel like a piece of trash. Nobody wants, I have no value. And I had been helping women for years already. And I knew better. So then I'm mad at myself that I'm feeling this way. (laughs) And it's one of those days you just want to pull the cover over your head and not face the world. It was one of those days. So I would like to share with you a couple of tools that I've learned. To be able to turn our baggage and they can be all kinds of disappointments. That's things that happen to us. And I don't know about men, but I know women, we're really good at saying we're okay when we're really not. When we're really not, yeah. And a lot of times we have to be, we don't have time not to be okay. But there comes a point where you have to be super honest with yourself about where you are in your life and what you might like instead. One of the first steps I call building my understanding muscle or superpower is another word that I use. And that's the understanding that in every adversity, there is a gift. It's hard to find sometimes. And baggage thinking is why did this happen? This is the why word, that big why word. (laughs) (laughs) Why, 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 you know, and it never gets a good answer. It keeps us in the thing. It keeps us in that pain. Why did this happen? This wasn't fair. This wasn't just, this wasn't right. Somebody needs to pay. All of those kind of feelings are baggage thinking. Mm. And we all have them, but we shouldn't stay there. And luggage thinking is, is I can't change this, but I am determined to use this to grow Mm. 
mm-hmm. and to become the best me I can be. I call it gifts wrapped in sandpaper. They're not fun, but they can, it becomes a part of you. Mm. And when you look for the gift, it helps to, which brings me to point number two, it helps us to get a bigger picture in mind. When we're in the middle of pain, if, for example, imagine we're looking at our feet, I'm just trying to survive the moment. Mm. I'm trying to get through the day. But when I lift up my eyes and look for the gift and I look long-term, how can I grow through this? It begins to pull me forward. It begins to help me see that this is not a forever moment. This is just a moment. It's just now. In it's my not life. the PP. For a the, period the of three time. P's. The three P's of personal, it's permanent, and it's pervasive. You know, it, it's about me. It's not about yeah, the There issue. we go. I love those. <laughs> and it's permanent. It's never going to change. And it's pervasive. My whole life is now in ruin. Yes. Yeah. And then the number three for this step is having compassion for others and stepping into forgiveness. Mm. It is a key to being able to move forward is forgiving yourself and forgiving others. Absolutely. The number four for this one is get support, get help. I got a coach. I had really never had an official coach before till I went through this. Mm. I've had mentors in my life. But a mentor and a coach are really different. They are quite different. And, um, and so I learned the difference. And through this, my bigger picture was, is like, how can I do what I love even better? And I went back to school and learned the coaching abilities, the transformational coaching methods that both you and I use to be able to help people move forward. So I learned what I was naturally gifted at, how to do it even to do better. It better. Yes. And I had lost a job. I really didn't have the money to invest in myself. And remember, I think I'm worthless. So why would I invest in myself? <laughs> and so and it is, was a, it was a big step. Yes. And that is so, you know, when we are something bad happens and something bad happens to good people as well. Yes. Uh, and it's, it's about growth. It's about, it's about preparing you for the, for your next step of 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 evolving hey otherwise we stay the same and we go backwards actually so change is really um, awesome and of course at first we don't see it that way as you have said we don't see it you know because Mm -hmm. naturally we don't like change if things are going okay and we survive then we'll survive We don't think about thriving then. We think about, you know, this thing. And then if that little cart then also tips over, then we think this is the end. Yes. But as it shows, and I'm sure that many people, if they go back, if they go look, then there have been already many instances in their lives where they have overcome, where they have survived something, where they have seen that blessing, and it's just to, as you say, to make that, you know, exercise that muscle to be able to see yes. that. Absolutely. Yeah. It, it helps us to be able to, a lot of times we've, we've survived things, but we not really over it. Mm. Um, just because I've survived and didn't die doesn't mean that I've really processed the pain of that thing. So that's, that's something that I go deeper when I work with people in groups and one-on-one is, is learning that 
there is some steps to really walking through those moments and being all that we can be because it's subtle. It's like you were saying, um, I think it was prior to when we were recording, but how our painful childhood is, is somehow I'm not good enough or I need to prove myself or I can't trust people. You know, I keep people at an arm's length, but I want relationships, but no, stay over there. And (laughs) all of those things that are happening subtly that you don't, we don't realize that it occurred from other things. Yeah. And I didn't, you don't know what you can't see. And a coach helps you see the blind things. Yes, because we have them all. We all have them. Every one of us, and we just we just if, in that, if you've just, got a coach that doesn't have a coach, check it out because they everybody needs them. Everybody needs them. Yes, we, we see the world as we are, not as it really is. Hey, and yes, those um, I call it the old paradigm, the old self that keeps us locked into that comfort zone, and um, it's very sneaky, it's yes. very subtle. So, uh, and it's so important to, um, to look at what you say, isn't it? What, what are the words that you use? Because that yes. is actually commands that you give life. Um, life as in, you know, the universe, God, your higher self. That's, that is your subconscious mind. That's the commands that I give. So, um, that is really interesting. So tell me, um, what, do, what do you see as a spiritual intelligence? You say life by design, but not by default, developing your spiritual intelligence. That is a big subject. Um, but basically, it's coming from the premise, I'm a woman of faith. And so it's been a big part of my life. But it's coming from the premise that we're a spirit in living in a body mm. and having a human experience. And so how do we how do we really develop ourselves as being able to work with the laws of the spirit and the gifts that we've been given to be able to live to our fullest potential and work with what's going on in the world. For example, one of our gifts is imagination. Oh yeah. Now we all have it yes. and we all yes. use it. But most of the time we use it to picture something going wrong. Absolutely. Instead of learning how to harness that so that I can actually begin to use my imagination to create the world that I would love. That I would love to live in, yes. And also, of course, in that higher faculties, the other one that's really important is besides your intuition, your spiritual tapping into that, is of course perception. And yes. as you also help people to see the gift, to see the, yes. the, the luggage inside the baggage, that is changing your perception. That is looking Absolutely. at something in a different way. And that expands our consciousness, isn't it? And it, once it we expands. do that, we allow more into our lives. We see the world differently then. We do. Because most of the things we've um, without, I mean, we've all had pain in our life. And somehow we want to resist pain and that makes limits. Mm. And um, one of my paradigms that I teach my clients, it's not what's happening to happen to us. It's what we make that mean about us. And for example, me losing the job, they did not tell me I was worthless. They said, you're not the right fit for where we're going. 
You think I, I said I'm worthless. So that was what was the hardest part for Mm. me is getting through that. I made it mean something about me that it didn't actually mean. And as I began to shift my perception to realize that really wasn't the right fit, I really was miserable, Mm. you know, and shift that to you have value. Their opinion doesn't equal my value. Absolutely. And so learning all of that shifted my perception so that I could begin to use my imagination to, and as you were saying, our self-talk is life-changing. What I began to say is I took my fears instead of saying I'm worthless. What my declaration was at that time is my gifts make room for me. Mm. And so learning that the right place, there'll be room for me. There is plenty of place for me to use the gifts that God has given me to be able to impact the people in the world. And it's my sweet spot. I could not be happier. <laughs> like It is not. So um, awesome. When we discover that uh, our sole purpose, how absolutely blissful that is. It's like a light, it's, a light goes on and... Um, You feel alive in a way that you didn't know you did before, but it is necessary to do some of that work to get to that place, but it doesn't have to be hard and it doesn't have to take a long time. It doesn't have to take a long time. You're right. I always tell my clients that um, they must actually give themselves a pat on the back because, and have compassion for themselves because, you know, we decide on this life journey on what we're going to come here for. Mm-hmm. And I think to myself, sometimes I said, you know, when I first got here as a, as a baby being born, traumatic birth and all of that, I thought, I must have thought to myself, no, 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 I'm going back. I'm going back. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, we, we don't, we're very brave. I think when we decide we're going to come here and learn all these lessons. And then of course, then we forget every, all about that, of who we really are. Yeah. And we start comparing and we start competing and we start fearing loss and we start attach so many things, uh, worldly possessions to who we are. Yep. And um, all of that gone wrong from who we really are. Absolutely. And it's to find our way back home, isn't it, Donna? Absolutely. Find our way back home. And sometimes, you know, it's mostly through adversity that we do that, that we find our way back home. Sometimes, sometimes we get stuck in the adversity, you know, both of those things can happen because you and I probably have both went around the same mountain a couple of times before we figured it out, (laughs) but learning that it is possible and adversity doesn't have to be bad. It is all it's, it's how your perception. I love that where, you know, that's part of what I share in my life by design program is helping people to develop those and gifts. So that's a little bit about me today. Well, that is awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that with, with my audience. I'm sure that everybody loved this interview because it touches our hearts. It touches our the fiber of who we are. So Donna, tell me, um, where can people get hold of you? My website is a great place to check out all of all of my resources. It is ivibrantliving.com. 
And you can see my name in the show notes. I'm on all the social media. Okay. <clears throat> and you say that you have a, a free ebook for- I for do have a free ebook. It is called An Umbrella on a Sunny Day. Oh, nice. And it is coming from the, the, the place of where, when we've had pain and disappointment in our life, we're often preparing ourselves for the next disappointment. Mm. And so when it's sunny out, we're expecting the rain. Yes. And so we're expecting the other shoe to drop is another way to say it. It's yeah. like, I am preparing and expecting, oh, it's night and my life is going good. I wonder what's going to go wrong. Yes. Yes. And yes. it's that kind of thought. And so this book is a little bit more about my story and my beginning stories that I didn't share today. And, um, and then other women's stories of, of taking that so that we don't, we can, because you get what you expect. So how can I change my expectation? And so that's what the umbrella on a sunny day is about. Awesome. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. It was delightful speaking to you and um, thank you everyone who's listening and um, we'll chat soon. Bye for now.